All right, what's up, guys? Um, I'm going to be hosting this episode, so uh, welcome. And uh, this is going to be our first episode on Spotify. So um, I'm really happy to say that we're going to be on both Spotify and YouTube now going forward. So go ahead and listen on both of those. And uh, first of all, we've got a couple of announcements. Um, just started up the new email account. So that's going to be sportstimewithnickandmike at gmail.com, all lowercase. And uh, we want you guys just to send in some questions and uh, just – you want to talk us talk about anything on the podcast we'll talk about it so uh just yep you know get those questions in and then also um we just uh started an instagram page too so that's going to be sports time with nick and mike on instagram so give us a follow and uh dm us questions you got and we'll answer them here on the podcast so um and then thursday we got my friend my friend chris coming on the show he's a great guy i can talk a lot of baseball he's got a lot of knowledge about it and uh, he's a big Mets fan, so him and Nick will get along. So, um, yeah. so that, that'll be interesting. But I uh, decided to have him on Thursday, so be sure to tune in for that. And um, we're going to be trying to come out with a new episode at least once a week. And we're just going to release them both on Spotify and YouTube now just to make sure get those more outlets so y'all can, uh, can listen. So I think we were just going to jump into uh, some NFL recap. What do you say? Yeah, absolutely. Sounds great. So uh, I figured we start off with the uh, NFC East, just the uh, dumpster fire. Um, I mean, Redskins beating the Cowboys by, you know, crushed them on Thanksgiving and Lions, you know, we, we joke, we, we say it's a tradition, just getting around on Thanksgiving, watching the Lions lose. I feel like they, they're losing every year, but uh, what, what are your thoughts on the Thanksgiving games? Uh, I mean, I said, I said last week we were going through our predictions. I said uh, the, the, the Cowboys like to pick on them a little bit because uh, they're in the Giants division, but uh, as the, uh, the, Stephen A. Uh, Smith on uh, first take likes to say, "What can go wrong will go wrong." So that you know that influenced my pick there. I I I thought that they'd be able to pull it off, but they just they looked absolutely atrocious. Uh, Gary Jones was sitting in the press box, just looked so depressed. Yeah, I mean, it's just pathetic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the winner of that division is probably going to have a losing record. They're probably going to be six and ten, seven and nine, like we've been saying. So I mean, that'll be interesting to see just them get the home field advantage in the, in the playoffs and have to play, yeah. you know, the Bucks or the Rams and probably get crushed. But yeah, no, um, I, I agree. <laughs> that'll be great to see. And then uh, I think the biggest surprise of the weekend was the Falcons blowing out the Raiders. Like I did not see that happening at all. Like Falcons had the 32nd ranked pass defense coming in. Derek Carr's looked good this season. So I figured Raiders were going to put it on them, but I guess, you know, Falcons showed up to play and 43 to six. I mean, they, they made a statement. So uh, what do you think? Yeah. About I mean, their season's pretty much, you know, lost at this point. But yeah. you know, make a make a little bit of a statement like that, trying to trying to play playoff spoiler for the other teams. Uh, you know, that's 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 pretty uh, pretty neat on their yeah. part. You know, it shows that they're still motivated to play and uh, yeah. and uh, try and win each game. So I like to see that. Yeah, I feel like a lot of teams that should have won this weekend lost. Like Cardinals dropped one of the Patriots. Like Colts lost. I mean. 49ers beat the Rams, you know, just a lot of these teams that were starting to separate themselves are kind of, you know, climb, like getting right. even with the, with the worst teams. And it's like, well, I mean, who's, who's the favorite now in, in NFC, AFC? Like, I mean, it's gotta be, I mean, I want to say Chiefs Saints are now, or just kind of rise Chiefs Saints Steelers are right up there at the top. I feel like, but yeah, those are the top three. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then um, I guess another big story, Broncos, all four quarterbacks, 
deemed yeah. ineligible by the NFL, and they oh, started a wide receiver at, uh, at quarterback, which which was good for me to see because you know need, needed the Saints yeah. on rolling eight in a row. No big deal, but um, yeah. So Saints are rolling, and the Broncos. That was that was awful to watch. I mean, I kind of felt bad for them, but uh, what do you think? <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I was watching the highlights. I was actually in the gym, and uh, I saw some of the highlights coming up, and I said, geez, I mean, this guy, this poor guy. I mean, but but it was nice to hear from the coach after the game. The coach was saying, you know, the teammates were just really excited for him, uh, you know, to get the opportunity to uh, play, you know, an NFL game. Uh, you know, he did have the couple interceptions. Uh, got sacked a few times. It just – I mean, I, you feel bad for him, but at the same time, it's good experience because, I, you know, I'm not – familiar with how you know talented he is at is he's a, he's a wide receiver correct yeah i believe so he's walk on yeah. all right so you know he's uh it's good nfl experience regardless of the fact that you know it's not his position uh his yeah. position so you know it's yeah. good experience for him yeah he just i mean completed one pass i mean no one really expected like what can you do with, with no game plan and just no haven't been a quarterback in forever and just going against one of the top defenses in the nfl i mean it, it's a definitely like an impossible ass so i mean now, yeah, I heard uh, – I don't know if this is true. I heard before the game that they were talking about – or I guess the NFL denied their request, but they wanted to have an assistant coach, I guess, who, who used to play quarterback uh, coming in. Like, <laughs> so yeah, I was, I was like, like, what the heck? Like, I mean, that would, have been, that would have been insane if he was uh, – uh, I don't know how crazy. old he is, but uh, <laughs> that would have been crazy. Yeah, I bet John Elway was probably itching to maybe get a shot too. <laughs> yeah, right, see if he still got – see if he still got it. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, what we got? And then um, I guess Chiefs-Bucks next game. I mean, dang, Tyree killed 200 yards in the first quarter. Unreal. Absolutely unreal. Fantasy owners are loving that. Yeah. I mean, 57 fantasy points. Like, how? Like if you're playing them this week, just you're, you're done. Like, you lost already. <laughs> like, right? lost in one quarter of football. Like. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. I was I was watching the game, or I, actually, I was at work, but I looked at the uh, the score. I saw it was seventeen nothing, and then I checked about an hour later, and the Bucks were only down by three. But you give Patrick Mahomes the ball, uh, and all he's got to do is run down the clock and just you know maintain possession of the ball. I mean, it's pretty much game over at that point. The Bucks secondary yeah. just not been. Uh, that's something we yeah. mentioned before the show. They, they were you know yeah. with Tom yeah. Brady getting used to you know the offense down in Tampa. They were kind of. The defense was, you know, leading the charge, but now it seems like they're nowhere to be found at this point. Yeah, I don't know. It's for me. It seems like they're trying to force the deep ball too much because they've got all these, all these number ones, all these threats, but they're just not like they're just not connecting on anything, you know, anything deep like consistently. And I think that's one of their flaws. But I mean, we'll see how it goes. But I mean, what do you think about that? Like, yeah, no, it, it's funny you bring that up because I was actually talking to somebody, uh, actually one of my coworkers at work about it. And uh, he's a big uh, Brady fan. He's from New England, so he, yeah. he's, uh, he's rooting for him down here. But one of the conversations we had was the fact that Tom Brady throughout his career has always thrown, you know, the short ball. He's not been yeah. – because he didn't have any weapons. He didn't have – I mean, really, who has he had? He's had the slot – he's uh, had to rely on the slot receivers throughout his career, the tight end. Uh, so they've always relied on that sh- the short passing game. Uh, yeah. So I think Arians is trying to uh, – make him fit into the Buck system, but it's not working uh, as of right now. Yeah, because he's always been, you know, the dink and dunk, very accurate, very but, efficient, run the ball well, and, you know, we're going to win games. And now he's just, like, gunslinging it all over the field. Yeah. Like, you know, we've seen this before. And like, who's he throwing it to? Yeah, it is, yeah. I mean, yeah, just doesn't have the same, you know, just different mentality, I guess. So, um, 
Also, other news, Ravens-Steelers just got pushed back to Wednesday. And then uh, what time did you say the game was? I forgot. Uh, it was at 3.45, I believe. Yeah. Either 3.15 or 3.45, but it's uh, during, the, during the day. It's just surprising. Yeah, I've ever watched an NFL game at 3.30 on a Wednesday. <laughs> right? Yeah, everybody's mm-hmm. going to be at work. No one's going to be able to watch it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, the Ravens definitely have a chance to slow down the Steelers. But, I mean, I feel like the Steelers are going to keep rolling and win this game. I mean, just the Ravens just can't really score. But, I mean, what do you think? Like. Yeah, I mean, the Steelers are just – I think it's quite amazing. We talked about this last show, too, is the fact that Ben Roethlisberger came back from such a – being injured all the time, and, and everybody was doubting him because of the age. Uh, he was drafted the same year as Phillip Rivers and Eli Manning. Yeah. Uh, and everybody's doubting him. Uh, he doesn't have Antonio Brown anymore. You know, he's got Juju Smith-Schuster, who's young still and still growing as a player. But, I mean, they've just really looked phenomenal. Uh, I, I – I agree with you uh, about the uh, the Steelers potentially taking on either the Saints or the uh, Chiefs in that division. So, um, yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, definitely AFC. I think Chiefs Steelers are slowly rising as, as the championship, probably AFC championship favorites. And then yeah. in the NFC, I mean, I'm a little biased, but I'm going to – and the Saints, I mean, I haven't proved me wrong so far. I mean, eight, yeah. nine, nine and two, defense is stepping up. I mean, the only question really is, like, I mean, is Drew Brees, is Drew Brees going to come back? Is Taysom the guy now all the way? Like, what's going to happen with that? But so I'm, I mean, I'm picking, I'm picking my Saints and either the Packers or the Seahawks probably to meet them in the NFC Championship. So. Yeah, and one thing I wanted to – I'm glad you brought that up about the Saints is uh, I believe Taysom Hill is the only quarterback to score four rushing touchdowns in two games and not throw any touchdowns uh, in consecutive games. I, I read that somewhere. Um, but it's going to be interesting, too, because – and I agree with you. The Saints, yeah. I mean, you said you're a little biased, but you have a right to be. I mean, they're playing good. They're the no. backup quarterback, um, you know, so credit to them. But it's going to be interesting to, interesting to see as they go up against tougher defenses. Yeah. Is Taysom Hill going to be able to do as much damage running the ball, or is he going to, they're going to force him to make, uh, you know, tough throws, and how is he going to be able to handle that? So, what, I mean, what do you think about that? you think he's got it or – yeah, I definitely think he's got it. I mean, he definitely showed it against the Falcons, but again, that's like the worst pass defense. But then again, they just shut down Derek Carr, so I mean, they might be better than we give him credit for. Yeah, um, but also a lot of the good defenses are in the AFC. Like, I mean, if we have to play the Seahawks or the Packers defense, I mean, they're middle of the pack, so I think we'll be okay, okay with them. So I mean, that's kind of where I'm at right now. But you got Kamara in the backfield too, so you don't. Yeah, have and then you know Latavius Murray just put up 142. So yeah. And I mean, just top to bottom, everyone's playing great. And I mean, past two seasons were seven and zero without Drew Brees. So I mean, we, we I mean, we have the talent. So we'll we'll see if we oh, see if we can get it this year. But oh, we need to, man. We need to. I I need to get my boy Drew another well, ring. Like, see, the only thing I worry about with that is too. And we t- we talked about this uh, a couple episodes ago. Was yeah. you know Drew, you know, continuing every every day. It seemed like uh, more fractured ribs, more broken yeah. ribs. You know, should he? right off to, into the sunset. And I, I think Drew Brees is, is a pretty humble guy. And he's, you know, he's always looking out for the team. So if he sees that, you know, his successor, potential successor mm. is doing so well with this team, do you think that can motivate his decision to, you know, just wrap, pack it up and, you know, hand the keys off to Taysom? Yeah. Well, I heard that he already signed a contract with NBC for next season. And I mean, I don't think this, I think this is his last, I don't think he's coming back after this yeah. season. That's what that's what the rumors I've heard have been, and like, just all signs kind of indicate to that too. But right and ne- next year will be interesting to see. I mean, is it Jameis? Is it Taysom? Because I mean, Taysom's a great player, fast, physical. But I mean, for your 
franchise quarterback. I don't – I mean, Jameis is, you know, four years younger, 26. I mean, he's – He's got the starting experience. He's got the starting experience. He's thrown for 5,000 yards in the NFL while throwing 30 interceptions, which is I, – I don't even know how that's possible. But I feel like with, with Sean Payton, one of the best head coaches in the NFL, I feel like he can really, like, you know – develop like limit the mistakes and kind of develop more as a quarterback so I feel like next season going forward James is going to be the starter but that, that's just my gut feeling so yeah I mean even though and I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. my question to you now is it, say the Saints make a run and uh, you know not necessarily win the Super Bowl but you know they make it far you know enough into the playoffs where you know fans and, and people are looking at this team and saying you know this team can really make a, a run do you think that'll influence Sean Payton's? I mean, that's got to be a tough decision. Like you said, you've got Jameis Winston who's got the starting experience. He's probably on the sideline just, you know, itching, yeah. miserable, like itching yeah. to get the start. And then you've got a guy who, let's say, carries you into, uh, you know, deep into the playoffs. Yeah. How do you make that decision? I mean, I don't know because, I mean, T- Taysom's already 30 years old. Like, I mean, how much, how much more – and the way he runs, like how, how long can he really last? So if we just start building the offense around him – and he's done in three years, and Jameis will still be 29 after, like, in three years. So, I mean, I feel like if we start building the offense around Jameis, we can get a decade out of him. Like, if, he, if he's productive and healthy and, you know, you know, making the right reads and playing well, I mean, he's 26 right now. I mean, he could definitely play till he's, you know, 37, 38. Like, right. and he could be our franchise quarterback going forward. So, I feel like it's going to be a tough decision because uh, decision, if we lose and, like, the NFC championship and it's close and Taysom was the quarterback and it's going to be like, okay, well, who do you play? It, it, it's going to be a tough decision, but, we'll yeah, but regardless of that uh, decision, Taysom Hill has, I think Taysom Hill, I don't want to say he just give Jameis the, the job, but regardless of the fact Taysom Hill's a part of that offense, whether yeah. he's a starting quarterback or not, he's going to touch the ball regardless if he's playing quarterback, tight end, wide receiver, you know, whatever. So it's kind of my thoughts on that. So yeah, no, I agree. It, it'll be interesting to see. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So I think uh, it's going to do it for this episode, guys. Be sure to you know start listening on Spotify now. So we're really excited about that. Also going to post this on YouTube, and uh, I think we're going to keep posting on YouTube as well. So get those uh, get those two outlets going. And then um, if you want us Thursday, we're going to be answering some questions after our interview with Chris. So sports time with Nick and Mike at gmail.com, all lowercase. And then also DM us on Instagram, sports time with Nick and Mike. Um, All right. uh, See you guys Thursday. All right. See you guys.